This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's now time for Women on the Waves, a show focusing on issues affecting women, here on Christchurch's community access station, Plains FM. I'm Rachel Hazelden, and on this Women's Lives, Women's Stories show, I'm speaking to Karen Bathgate, who has an art tour business called Christchurch Art Scene, and is a visitor host at the Christchurch Art Gallery. Kia ora, Karen. Kia ora, Rachel. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. I loved meeting you at the Art Gallery, and I just wanted to talk to you more about art. And I wanted to know how you started running art tours. I started working as a visitor host at Christchurch Art Gallery Mm. in um, 2017. I chose to go back to university and do some study. But through the course of that first year in the gallery, which of course was pre-COVID times, we had a lot of international visitors and often, and it was particularly the younger visitors, but often the overseas visitors would ask about art tours of the city. So clearly there was a big gap there, and I have travelled a bit, and that is something that I would often do in my travels. What did you enjoy about doing it on your travels? Um, I think for, for a lot of people... When you stand in front of a work, you can appreciate certain elements of the work depending on your perspective. You might like the subject matter. You might like the the technique the artist uses. You might find it quite meaningful or quite fun. But a lot of art, and particularly contemporary art, we don't have the tools to really dig deep into it. Mm, I'd agree with that. Um, Previously, art... Often there was a, there was like an index. People, if you go right back, a lot of people couldn't read, but they could look at art and they could get their moral story, their moral code, how what behaviour was expected of them mm. from looking at a painting. Mm. Um, but as painting has developed and and has become more obscure to a lot of people, yeah. And I find this a lot as a visitor host. They'll walk into a room or look at a work and turn around and walk out. Yes. Yeah. It's sometimes it's va- yeah. And sometimes they'll get the comment, where is your real art? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it rem- reminded me of um, being in London and going to um, Victorian cemeteries and doing guided mm-hmm. tours there mm-hmm. and how the guides would talk to us about in that era, each symbol meant something. So. Yes people would know how to interpret things. Yes. And that that was really eye-opening to me. I hadn't thought of it like that before. Yes, so so art in all its forms, whether it, it's a painting on a wall or the symbols in a church or a graveyard, mm. it were guidelines for living for people. Mm. And... Was it because the population wasn't so literate? They weren't so literate. They yes. weren't. Yeah. The, the upper classes could read. Yeah. But a lot of other people couldn't. Yeah. 
in art fulfilled a function um, and in today's world we've lost a lot of that we, we don't go to church so much yeah we don't have those guidelines for living art has changed alongside it where it's not art is not painting something for the people so much artists um, I think a lot of artists still have a lot they need to say right is it more like individual expression I feel it is yes yes yeah and so people don't have an understanding necessarily and I find art tours they give that context mm. for viewers mm. and so I've always taken a tour and, and I like being given the context I like being given some tools to look at a work and, and understand in a, just to go into the work a bit deeper mm. get mm. a deeper understanding of what I'm getting from the art yes not some artists want to tell you what they're doing others want you to figure it out for yourself mm. but if you don't have a starting point for figuring it out what yeah. are you going to get from that going work? in blind yes yeah. so when people do make that kind of response in the gallery like well, where's your real how do you deal with that like <laughs> I'd, <laughs> no one know what to say sometimes it depends on my mood yes. and <laughs> the sort of day I'm having um of course I must respect that everybody yeah. has different likes and dislikes. I mean, I'm the same. And you need to be gentle with people. And often it will be the older demographic that might say that. And I have to respect that they come from a different era. Yeah. They are ratepayers who help fund my job. They have got just as much right to come and see what they want to see mm. as people who prefer, say, contemporary work. So it is usually pointing them to where they want to go. Yeah. Although I also do like to try and um, talk to them about what's in the room and what what they might see or not see. Yes. Sometimes that's successful and sometimes yeah. it's not. Yeah. But that's working with the public. Yeah. It's just offering. It's offering in the gallery I see myself as offering very similar to what I'm offering on the art tours mm, actually. Mm, mm. And in fact um my supervisor said to me the other day, she said, I walk in and I, I feel like you're doing a little art bite, which is something we offer on a Friday, when she comes in and hears me talking to visitors. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I met you, it was in Arita's Wilkinson's Moa Hunter Fashions Exhibition. And just the the conversation just happened really naturally and organically. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the art and our experience and then film and other things on the, the gallery. And it was so lovely. I had that traditional image when I was younger of going into a gallery where they're almost like security guards, the staff were just there, uh, wouldn't talk to you, wouldn't discuss anything. Um, but this was just a lovely interactive, it added to the experience. That's really nice to hear. Thank you, Rachel. We work very hard at Christchurch Art Gallery and uh, to offer to the public a good experience. We're very proud of what we offer. And I've certainly been into galleries around the world where exactly the people in the rooms are simply there as security. They don't know anything about the art. They might not be remotely interested. Mm. And... For me, if I'm doing this as a job, 
I need to enjoy it. Yes. I need to find a passion yes. and a purpose in yeah. what I'm doing every yeah. day. Yeah. I'm not interested in just standing there. I'm also a people person. Yeah. I like to talk. I yeah. probably talk too much to the visitors. Um, but it, I learn as much as I hope they learn Absolutely. from talking to them. Yeah. And that that Arata Wilkinson exhibition was perfect because it wasn't, if you had no context to Arata's practice, it wasn't an easy show to dissect. Um, and so I grabbed people when I could and talked to them. And I had the most fabulous conversations with all sorts of people, including yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It was wonderful. And I still, I can still hear her tapping, the tapping of the stone as she made things. They had mm. an audio of that in the room. Mm. And of course she was looking back at her ancestral ways of making objects and using the tapping that Rachel's referring to is Arata using stone. Mm. She would collect big river stone from the Waimakariri mm. and then smaller stone from the Rakahuri, which we also know as the Ashley River. And in between she would have sheets of metal that she would tap out. She would have sheets of gold, silver, copper that she would tap out into shapes that would become her jewellery. And the tapping, people would walk in and say, doesn't that drive you mad? And I found it really soothing. Mm. I found it just, it grounded me in the room Mm. and it was soothing. And I find it quite fascinating that just lately there's a movement coming out and you see it on social media about tapping of your body, that you tap yourself and it's a calming manoeuvre. Yeah. And in fact, I had a young woman in the gallery yesterday who practices this and gives herself mantras and she'll tap her forehead and she'll tell herself, I'll sleep well tonight or I am loved or whatever. And so that tapping that Arata was channeling from her ancestors is now coming through in modern sort of practical, mindful ways of living. Yes, yes. But just using your... It's a method and I've heard of the method and now I won't be... Won't be able to remember what it's called. I don't know. There's, what it's there's a it, it is a it's a therapeutic approach, yes. and I have heard of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So to me, well, it's lovely how you've made that connection. That, well, what I feel about art is that it is a lens on the world, mm. on every aspect of our life, whether mm. it's physical health, mental health, politics, economics, the environment. You can find a link between so much of what you do in life and what you'll see in an art gallery or a dealer gallery or in fact in your home Mm. we all like to decorate our homes we We all put things on the walls we're all artists in our own way yeah yeah so did you have any experience in art did you do art history at school experience of art or this is a new path for you it is a new path for me. Um, I did English literature as my major. I was a bookworm, yeah. absolutely. And I went to university and I, I'd, I'd wanted to write. We'd moved schools. I'd moved schools in my last year, which, of course, I'm sure everyone can appreciate. It's a very disruptive, disruptive yeah. very difficult time to move. Um, it was through. It was circumstantial with my family. And I was t- torn away from everything that was dear to me. And I couldn't 
do some I had been studying I'd studied Latin and French at my previous school mm. couldn't do the Latin at my new school and needed to do something else and for the first time in my life in, in my last year at school I took art history uh-huh. and I absolutely loved it mm. but for me at the time it was a filler yeah and I went off to university. I did my English literature. I was sort of heading down that route um, and never thought about the art history again. And then I, I, I had a series of critical moments in my life. Mm. And I've needed to look at where I'm going and what I'm doing work-wise. And I thought right back to what made me happy when I was younger, mm, besides a good way to do it. Yes, and I, yeah. I, I tried the book thing. I tried twice to do my library studies and got sidetracked the first time by an early marriage where I was taken overseas and so therefore couldn't do my studies. Mm. Second time round by the earthquakes, which threw me and everyone yes. in Christchurch off course. Yes, and then another series of crises led me to reflecting back besides books that had been their art history course that had stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, why don't I try that? I was fortunate enough at the time to also meet someone who's become a business and life mentor for me and he's someone I've been able to talk to a lot who's who's guided me and sometimes shoved me mm-hmm. to, <laughs> yep. to think about... Yeah, mentors can do that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that's going to give me passion and purpose he, this person very much lives by having a purpose in life and giving back mm. as well and it's made me think long and hard and I thought well art is something mm. that um, I guess oh, ground, you, you're, gi- you're giving back well, when you said giving back I thought you're giving back to the artists um and promoting and encouraging people mm. to look at their work. Uh, but it is a very community-oriented thing, um, working in the field of art and running tours. Yes, it is. It is. So I, um, I'd asked for some time off in, in this job so I could go and, and study some art history at university. Mm. And I was denied the leave. Mm. So I, I, I suppose it was a midlife crisis of sorts. I yeah. threw in my job. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, if you're not going to give me the time off, I'm not working for you anymore because I was unhappy. They knew I was unhappy. Yeah. And nothing was being done. Yeah. yeah. When I was trying to help myself, yeah. I wasn't allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. And Sounds like a good call. Life's too short to be that miserable. Mm. Mm. And so I left and enrolled for university Mm. and I had six weeks leave to cover me financially (laughs) and I was very fortunate in that time to secure this job at Christchurch Art Gallery um, which of course dovetailed beautifully with my studies. I was doing a post-grad diploma in art history very slowly, one paper at a time for financial reasons Mm. and um, I'm busy in the rest of my life and it suited me to do it one paper at a time and and I secured the job. So going back to your very first question, I think, that first year when I got asked that question time and again about tours in Christchurch, yes. tours, 
And I thought there are not tours. And at this point, I, I had this this person in my life who was mentoring me and sort of helping me to make good decisions about what I want out mm. of life, where I'm heading. Mm. Um, and we talked about it a lot. Mm. It's a fabulous idea. And then I talked to uh, someone else I know in the art world who suggested I contact Warren Feeney, who's well-known in Christchurch and around New Zealand circles in, in the art world. He's an art critic, he's an author, and... Um, they suggested he would be great. I wasn't confident to do the guiding. Right. I um, I was, you know, I, I've really just studied it over the last four years. Warren has a lifetime of experience, mm. and mm. and so I approached him, and he was very interested, very right. enthusiastic. He had, of course, also seen this gap in the market, but perhaps also needed the push in terms of having someone to do the organising around Absolutely. it. He's happy yeah. to turn up on the day. When I say that, he and I work together closely through mm. the week to get the tour for the next weekend. Mm. But then while I'm doing all the people wrangling, mm. he's just focusing on what we're going to see and what he's going to talk about. Yeah. And so we started, we're, this is our third year mm. of running, mm. and we offer a tour every Saturday. Mm. From February through to December, and people are amazed That's that we do lot. it every week. Yes, <laughs> yes. And every week we do a different tour, right? And that speaks volumes about the art world in Christchurch. Wow. And in in Canterbury, we go further afield to Ashburton, to Geraldine, Oxford, Rangiora, Kaiapoi are also part of our. Yeah our circuit yeah. um, but we do a different tour every week and that's because we have the most fantastic art scene in Christchurch wow. and that's how we came up with the name playing around with what we're going to do and what's available here yeah. it's a scene but yeah. I didn't want to use the word S-C-E-N-E it seemed a bit corporate for me Yes, yes. and so changing it to scene S-E-E-N because that's what we're doing we're going to look at the art yeah yeah we go where the art is. Yeah, we yeah. go and find it, and it's phenomenal. Yeah, we have so many artists. Yeah, here. So, what would you say you've learnt running this business for the last three years? I, I am still learning. I haven't yes. really learnt yet to trust myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to to have confidence in myself that yeah. actually I can do yeah. this. I have no background in business whatsoever, and I didn't come from a family background in business. We're not office or corporate people. I was I was thinking this morning, going back through cousins, uncles, aunts, grandparents. There's not an accountant or anyone like that yeah. in the entire extended yeah. family. It's just not what my family do. Yeah. We're yeah. outdoors people. We're arty people. We're yeah. bookie people. Yeah. We're not business people. Yeah. Yeah. And so. You're breaking ground. I'm totally breaking <laughs> ground. Whereas I, um, my ex-husband had his own business. Um, my parents ran a business. My in-laws run a business. Like many people I've known run a business. And I always thought that is not for me. I, I didn't want the sole responsibility. Mm. Um, and I've heard it said that, um, in fact, my, one, of my, my brothers, one of my brothers is in business as a photographer. And... I have such admiration for the amount of work that it takes. You're designing it as you go. 
And I've heard mm. that the first five years are just the beginning, like you learn so much in setting up the foundation. Yes. Um, don't ever un- underestimate the amount of work, the number of hours that that are put into any small business. And, of course, I've talked to a lot of people since I started. And because it's part-time, but anyone who's in a part-time job will also say you always yes. work far more than more you're than paid that. for. Yeah. And so it's being prepared to put in many hours that you know financially are not you know, you probably think, why the heck? Mm. So but, so vital to be doing something you actually care about. Yes, yes. So I don't feel like it's work. It's almost like a hobby in a way because it's a bit of a passion. I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of the fact that we're going into year three with what I feel has been a successful ride so far. And that, yeah. of course, has gone through um, Christchurch last year having the COVID. COVID. Yeah. And the year before with the um, mosque the mosque attacks, just yeah. when we were starting up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've got the most fabulous support base out there mm. as well. Mm. People who come along. I, mean, I don't expect people to come every week. Some do almost come every week. And they get so much out of it beyond the art. The Warrens lived his life in Christchurch, so we get a lot of social history, a lot of backstories. People love it. Yeah. People absolutely love that absolutely. side of it as well. And we we go to exhibitions where we'll all find it difficult. And Warren will stand there and he'll say, when I first saw this, I did not know what to think. And we all heave a sigh of relief because <laughs> we, we don't know what to think either. And he just helps us dig our way in, in yeah. to a work or and into so an exhibition. It's so nice that you can have someone you're collaborating with. There is the two of you. Yes. I always thought if I did go into business, I'd want someone else that was yes. a key part of it. Yes, I I think that's right. It's a very hard thing to do on your own. Um, and um, having someone to run ideas off, you know, we, we don't always agree. Um, he's a strong character with his own ideas. I have my own ideas and I can be a bit intransigent at times as well. <laughs> but I don't think we would, we've ever had an unsuccessful tour. Ultimately it works out. So it's being prepared to speak mm. your truth. Mm-hmm. It's being prepared to hear what somebody else thinks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's being prepared to just put in the hard yards, the hours. So I spend possibly, I would spend eight to ten hours a week at least to get a two-hour tour yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with uh, COVID lockdown of New Zealand, mm-hmm. you're primarily getting local people and some national travellers? Yes, I, um, there are still 12,000 overseas people Stuck in well, when I say stuck in New Zealand, some are stuck. Some have chosen to stay because yeah. they can. Yeah, and I have picked up some of those yeah. on my tour as well. People who are still just here because they were here when COVID struck, who were travelling, and so they're still looking for things within the tr- tourism industry to do. Mm-hmm. But they might be set in a place for a while because they can't move mm-hmm. and so I have picked up attendees that way mm-hmm. but primarily it's local people mm-hmm. and I have I'm really proud of the fact that I have artists 
that come on my walks as well. Mm. So it's not just people looking at the art, it's people that do the art. And that is wonderful because the questions they ask uh, can be about technique and things that the rest of us might not think to ask. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I'm just going to get you to say where people can find it, um, information about. Okay. Um, so I have a, um, I don't have a website yet. I'd like to be a little bigger before that happens. I, um, so at the moment, I'm on Instagram at chchartscenes, art, A-R-T-S-E-E-N. I'm on Facebook at Christchurch Art Tours or you can email me at Karen, K-A-R-I-N at ChristchurchArtScene.nz Wonderful, thanks Karen. We're finishing with Karen's song choice Stop Your Tears by Aldous Harding. There are 
father 